Hello there, and welcome to Pivotal Film. I'm Tom Nolan. I'm Mario Pazio. <laughs> and I'm Andy Barry. And we are... That's my new podcast voice. Oh, no. <laughs> just just jump sometimes and go... Ah, ah. Um, yeah, we are back. Um, it's tis, yeah. tis the season. Yeah, tis. for 30-something-year-old... Forty-something-year-old white men. It to, really to is. Ha- share their opinions. What do we, it's like? It's just guys something. texting each other about like, where are they showing this film? Are they showing? That? JP was like, oh, do they have any showings of the killer in Connecticut? And I'm just like, let me just check Google and see. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Especially think they that do. When people like ask me questions like you, you that. Can just like, you can Google this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's just one of those things where like I just do normally know these things because I'm actively looking every single fucking day about what's playing where so I can try to hit something. Mm. Um, there's or, a lot of stuff playing in Hartford at least now. Yeah, Hartford has is, is been pretty good. There's all I mean, there's all, Middletown's good for a few films here. There, Plainville is also yeah, good. Yeah. Everything's at Plainville. As our, as our listeners won't, won't know, except for the ones that are maybe in Connecticut because we have a couple of them, uh, the kind of partial art house theater in new haven did shut down in between the episodes we released here yeah that was weird and i suppose not like um very surprising it was like was it, it surprising was i feel like they've been talking down. about it's it for not a while. very surprising yeah yeah it's a bummer it was though. expected but it's a bummer because now we just have a cinemark locally we Ooh. don't even have cine one two three four that's going to be a daycare center yeah weird wild stuff man yeah and cinemark does they play very few of the things we want to see. Yeah, they usually like dedicate one screen to one small film. Mm. Like this week was the holdovers, which was the, some of the most packed I've seen a uh, theater. I went to see Killers of the Flower like $5 Moon million dollars on Friday so. morning, ten twenty, and it was full. Really? Yeah, wow. and I had to sit next to a lady who had to endure me eating a buffalo chicken wrap. Oh no! <laughs> which I, <laughs> you're that guy? <laughs> it's a three hour. <laughs> 20 minute movie or whatever it is 40 minutes I had a liquid death in one pocket and a time and season wrap in the other <laughs> What's pocket the deal with liquid death it's just water in a can it makes you feel like you're drinking a beer <laughs> really is that like the thing because I see a lot of people drinking is it, it just like, water it's just, it's just water right? they also have uh, uh, seltzers and uh, iced teas now okay, so that's, I, that's a beverage I like, had an armless palmer right there in my coat Armless Palmer? Instead of Arnold Palmer, is Armless Palmer. They all have, like, puns on... But it's still a lemonade uh, on death. Tea. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. I brought some liquid death to work once, and I threw the can when I was done in the recycling bin, and someone found it and went, Oh, no! Oh, Who's no! Breaking here? And I was like, Oh, it's just water. She's like, Oh, good. <laughs> she, couldn't, she works at a library, and she couldn't read it. <laughs> she just got... She got it looks like alcohol. It, it does. It, does. it really so does. Weird. I love it when my son drinks it <laughs> in front of people and they're like, what is he doing? You're just like, just down in a 40. <laughs> He's got heat for his Halloween costume. He did uh, temporary tattoo sleeves. Not like the clothes, like temporary tattoos all the way up his arm. People were <laughs> deeply terrified that we let our son get like tattoos all what over his like, arm. What was the costume? He was Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. Oh, okay. nice. He loves Green Day. Nice, but uh, they look pretty good. Hmm. Look real good. I was, I was the Tin Man. I'll show you a picture after. Oh, after cool. the First episode. Well, what a best costume award. It's Mario, it's pretty good. Yeah, I know. You thought you were way past your best costume award days. No, I'm just, I'm just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> Next year's costume is gonna be great. Um, but happy, what? happy Thanksgiving week to everybody. Not. The week of Thanksgiving, but this this Friday is the release of Eli Roth's Thanksgiving. 
Yeah, are we excited about that? We're all deeply excited. Well, I am. I'm going to see it, uh, even if the reviews are awful. I'm I'll, I'll probably go just go to go see what's it. going on. I'm not going to go. I don't. Yeah, u- I don't mean, usually I like Eli, Eli Roth movies. Is that going to be on Peacock at some point? What's What's the streaming service that's going to get the Eli Roth Thanksgiving? I don't know. No, I know what. Okay. It feels like it would be Peacock, but I don't know. I don't know the production studio behind it. Yeah. I mean, I could look it up, but I'm not going to. <laughs> okay. It's not that important. Whoever they are shelled out for a really nice cardboard cutout. In the um, movie theater that you can put your face Tarantino's in. opening his reopening his Vista Theater with a screening of it. Terrific. Like, I think he's doing, like, True Romance and then... Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, What a yeah. cool guy. What a, what a back-to-back feature. <laughs> and Patrick Dempsey, People's Sexiest Man Alive. No obvious tie-in promotionally to um, the, the film. Is he in Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah. he's the lead. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Screen threes, Patrick Dempsey. He thought he was just going <laughs> to... Yes, leave it to Mario to completely overlook the Grey's Anatomy fame. Or that movie well, he was in with... Grey's Anatomy. Jennifer Lopez? Catherine Heigl? Didn't he make one well, romantic comedy? Grey's Anatomy, right? No. I think he made multiple romantic comedies. He's no. Patrick Dempsey. You He's... mean like Loverboy? Yeah. Is that what it's called? You can't Buy Me Love? Are you just looking Can't at Buy Me Love? That, those are 80s movies I used to watch that he was in for a while ago. A no, while this ago. is like a this is like a recent one. In the middle of Grey's Anatomy, he became like a. Oh. They tried him out as like a rom com. Those were when he was like a teenager. He had to be like in one of those 20. like Valentine's Day or New Year's Eve. Probably. Oh yeah, movies, yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know. Almost typed Patrick Swayze. He was in <laughs> Valentine's Day. He was in Valentine's Day. I don't think it's the movie that I'm thinking of, but good for him. He was in Bridget Jones' Baby. What? Oh yeah, I do remember. Enchanted. Oh, these are all movies mm. that he was in. Sweet Home Alabama, that's what you're thinking of. Maybe. He's, a, he's an auto race? He's a, he's a race car driver? Yeah. Huh. This is a really good podcast. He's yeah. <laughs> he's done the 24 Hours of Le Mans several times. Yeah, I know he is. <clears throat> all right. Let's, let's, get... be, let's be a Patrick Dempsey podcast now. <laughs> Do you want to be? Yeah, I, I think I we're the three time. ideal people to host that podcast. <laughs> I think people would listen to it just to be like, what are these guys doing? What do they think they're doing? And our, our last aside for today, it's Monday, November 13th. The Game Awards mm. got, got announced. Um, we're going to do, do a game episode, I think, for the 2023 games. Which will be Mario well, talking about a bunch of games and us talking about Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> well, you got, and Mario so Wonder. The, the, the nominees were Super Mario Wonder, um, Tears of the Which Kingdom. Which is fantastic. So uh, much fun. Marvel Spider-Man 2, the Resident Evil 4 remake, Baldur's Gate 3, and Alan Wake 2. I've played... Of these so far, only Alan Wake 2, which mm-hmm. is enjoyable, a little slow, definitely scary. I'm not a, I'm not a built for horror games, but... Um, hmm. Why? Horror, horror movies. But, but you like horror, horror I was going to say, how I come? It's, it's the so interactiveness. Weird. Yeah, it, okay. You know, like, like it, 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 you put yourself into that Avatar kind of role mm-hmm. with it. Um, and mm-hmm. so, like, that, the, the fear is a little closer and tangible. I get you. Uh, whereas with a horror film, you're kind of just watching it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm cool. going to get a PlayStation 5, so I'll play Spider-Man 2. I'm never going to get a Switch because I'm just waiting for the new system to come out. I don't know. The new system, they've said, might not be like that much better than this one. It might just have like an extra screen or something. Why? Why not just make... Why? I don't know. These are just rumors that they like, talk so about. on like rumors. No one, no one really yeah. knows. Like, apparently, they found like a patent. Like They were data mining yeah, for a new that. patent with like... It's the Switch, but like a little bigger with a flip screen like the Nintendo... The Wii U... Um, or a 3DS, no. so just like a huge 3DS. 
But of all the nominees over all the categories, I found out that I've played 17 of those games. Oh. So, Some of the indie like games? Are any of those indie games any good? Have you played any of those? Uh, I played some of the Sea of Stars. Mm-hmm. That's fun so far. It's a JRPG, which I'm not big on. Mm-hmm. Um, Hi-Fi Rush got a lot of nominations. And I'll talk about games like that, like Hi-Fi Rush at the end of the year, Liza P. Mm-hmm. Probably still my game of the year uh, mm. so far. Um, kind of got me into that From Software style, you know, Dark Souls uh, style game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's apparently the hardest of it, the bunch. So, like that. Apparently, yeah. I'm pretty good at these games. <laughs> Although, I'm still only halfway through it. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. Games take time. Yeah. So, a little, little teaser there for the end of the year. At some point, we'll, we'll do some game discussion. Well, you be... two nerds can talk about your Zeldas. <laughs> I feel like we of should. Of which we'll have a live action movie soon. Oh, my God. There's no way that's going to be any good. <laughs> I know it won't. I'm going to watch it. Oh, I'm definitely going to watch it, and there's probably going to be elements that look cool, and then Link will talk, and then I'll just have to leave. Well, yeah. excuse me, princess. <laughs> <laughs> they should ca- they should like stunt cast his voice as like John Lovitz or something, yeah. <laughs> doing like just eighties or just live or just or just the guy that did it in the animated series, like. Oh yeah, I remember that. That's what, oh, that's well, what that line's that's from. from yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It was uh, embarrassing. Though. I don't think I ever. I think I watched like three minutes of like because it's on some streaming network, and I was like, "What the?" Or on YouTube like or Pluto. something, and yeah. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" It's, I watched it when I was a kid. It's awful. And it's he's <laughs> he's like just wearing a tunic, right? It's yeah. like the no pants, like just a tunic that just like comes just below his. Yeah. Does cool. he does he wear pants? I don't think he. I think he's just wearing boots. No, does and he a wear tunic. pants in the game? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just like wearing a tunic. No, he's just not letting it all out there. Come on. Yeah, you get pants or chest covering in a hat. Does Link have a dick? I kind of, <laughs> I kind of thought they, they're, they're featured. I, I don't know. I guess question no one's ever asked before. I think you might be the first person to ever. Wonder. Should we become that sort of podcast where we ask <laughs> if certain video game characters we have genitalia? The hard questions. Alan Wake Two. The characters definitely have a genitalia because for like the first ten minutes of the game, just a lot of penis. Oh. A lot of penis. Yeah, Why? Showed, he showed it to me. Baldur's Gate Three. They have genitalia. Yeah, you can fuck a bear in Baldur's Gate Three. So, huh. could... I was directed by you somebody. You should fuck a bear, is what I should say. It's good for your like for your character. Oh no, it's good for you. Your, level up. It's good for your spirit as a human being. Oh, like as a as the person playing as it. the player. Yeah, you're like, it, oh, it, good. Look at that. It helps you. It helps you grow and think more. About things. You know? <laughs> Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this to myself? It'll make you appreciate the edge. Look at this bear. Oh, yeah, that, that didn't happen in the edge, but I suppose it could have. Maybe. You never know. We don't see, we don't see Alec Baldwin. Listen, Bart. Hopkins the Listen, entire Bart. Time. Come on. Come over here with us. Um, is this a good segue into our first uh, couple of movies? You mean here? Fu- fucking bears? Yeah. Fucking bear. Yeah. Which one? I, ca- I, I mean, suppose, I mean, it, there's a bear. There's a bear right there in one of these movies. Oh, that is true. Well, yeah, let's start with the bear one. <laughs> so, because we're talking about it, I guess the first movie we're going to talk about is the uh, day and date Peacock and Theaters movie sensation. Yeah, day and day did not hurt this. Like, I remember yeah, when they, I like know. they said like, oh, this Peacock thing's going to hurt it. Nope, nope, it didn't. Horny teenagers need to handle the, each other. At the theater while their parents aren't there. Oh, I, hope happening. Finger, I, hope, so. I hope not. I hope they're not doing that in this movie. I think they are. Yeah, they are. What else are you going to be doing? <laughs> they're, they're not like, watching this movie. Did you see this movie? They're, yeah, doing, some, they're doing some stuff in the movie that there's the, you know, they're just like, oh, kidnapping. It's like five times in a row. Kidnapping, kidnapping, kidnapping. They're like, oh, it's like the perfect soundtrack to make out to. It's not. It's terrible. It's Five Nights at Freddy's. 
job for you. Piece of cake, really. Gig. Hello? Welcome to Freddy's. Have you met them yet? Met who? Foxy, Bonnie, Chica, and Freddy. Back in the 80s. Some kids went missing. What is this? That's why the place shut down. The police searched Freddy's. Hey! They never found the kids. <laughs> what the heck? A temperamental mall security guard named Mike gets fired from his job for beating up a dad that he doesn't <laughs> think's his dad. He just automatically assumes that that kid's getting kidnapped. He's definitely, because, kid's definitely getting beat. Yeah, he is, he is traumatized, Mike is, because his <clears throat> younger brother, when he was a child, was kidnapped by, and, and presumably murdered by some sort of serial killer that we don't find out to the ending. But we do know that this brother was kidnapped. Because Mike likes to sleep. <laughs> he has read the first page of a book. About sleeping, dreaming. Just, just one, just one page though. He can't get past it. He keeps it's there. It's close. He reads by osmosis. He just uh, touches it. He speaks with career counselor Stu Mocker, um, <laughs> and he is he's given a job that's going to be overnights at a abandoned, closed down <clears throat> Freddy Fazbear's Chuck E. Cheese style um, um, restaurant. Don't you love the way that you need to watch a uh, a closed down restaurant at night? Is to Turn the restaurant on. Yeah, you every need, night you need to turn on all the the electronics and leave the and door open for your for your viewing. As you immediately fall asleep, <laughs> and instead of watching the Jim Henson animatronics do their thing, uh, we see the same um, campgrounds of America style uh, landscape mm-hmm. of of uh, you know his his brother being kidnapped, and also these new kids who look like ghost kids, and they're all scared and. You know, he keeps sleeping. These animatronics, though, are haunted by those same kids who were murdered by the serial killer who owned the restaurant, and their bodies were stuffed into the bears, the animals, the animatronics. Yep. They kill some people. They sure were. Uh, eventually, Mike meets up with a, with, a, with a cop. She just dumps all the lore of this movie. She's like, listen, this fucking neckbeard Scott Coffin... Uh, wrote himself into a huge corner <laughs> over like eight games. He made a Flash game that became super popular because of YouTubers and no other reason. Uh, like the idea of a human neck beard. And, you know, these, there's bears. These, these, I guess I call them bears. I don't like them. They're all bears, even though they're not all bears. There's One's a, a there's chicken or a duck? Chick, chica. Chick, chiki, chica? Yeah, she's a, she's a, she's a chicken. Chick. Chicken. Like There's a cupcake guy. And yeah, something. the cupcake guy gets the most action in this movie, probably because he's the one that was the most CGI and not an animatronic. I would assume so they could. Let well, the other the ones, except for the fox, were pet people in them. Yeah, they're all Jim Henson creations, right? No, I think they were. Oh, they were. They people could go in them. Yeah, and they're all, were, but I do think they were Jim Henson. Oh, were they? Um, they look pretty good. Yeah, yeah, no, they look good. 
They just, they, for just, it's, it's great when you see them for the 10 minutes you see them. Uh, you know, eventually his, he has a younger sister, Mike. Um, the, the babysitter is bitten half by one of the animatronics, so you know, she has to now go with them, and then she befriends the, uh, the animatronics. But the animatronics want her to become an animatronic, too, because they're kids and they want to stay with her forever. Mm-hmm. And Mike's like, that's no good. Then, uh, I don't know, he doesn't really fight them. What do you think the apparatus the is that they're like, when they're sitting in that chair, are they going to grind their face off? Yeah, that's what I... We, we didn't Did that happen to the kids? No, the kids were already dead. The kids got murdered, and then their dead bodies got stuffed into Why the... Why are they uh, going to grind their face off? Like, who came up with this idea? I don't know. The human Stu Mocker, <laughs> probably? I mean, I don't think that's from the games, the, the, is it? the face oh. thing. Um, I just remember watching it and just being like, why this? Like, what's this supposed to do? Needlessly yeah, it elaborate? Like sol- it just looks like a stall trap, really. Yeah. Uh, you know, eventually it turns out that the career counselor, Stu Mocker... It was the serial killer, and then he comes, and he's like, ah, I'm going to get you. And father to the cop. That... And he's father to the cop. He stabs her in the gut with a big knife, but she just falls into a coma, so she can be back for the sequel, which will it's definitely probably, gonna probably be out next October. Uh, and what else? Oh, yeah, then he dies, but he doesn't really die because in the games, he's also kind of like an immortal bad guy. Cool. So he'll be back. Good, good for Pat Matthew Willard. I suppose. Um, I hate that people are talking about this like it's a classic film turn or something like that. Like, oh, this is why you get Matthew Lillard mm. for this. And then the animatronics. Uh, d- I don't know what they do. What, what, what do they do in the end? Do they? Do they do? They're just kind of there, right? Yeah. Yeah. This movie sucks. This movie's terrible. Oh, it's just a bore. It's yeah. so boring. It's boring and until and... it's boring until they, things happen, and you're just like, why did that happen? Yeah. Well, it's. It's interesting in the sense that it's in so insanely dull. It suffers from the problem of, of telling a human story that we're not here to watch. We're here to watch animatronic bears kill eat kill people. people. Yeah. And like the one scene in which like the invasion happens, where this group of hoodlums hired by the evil ant is going to break in <laughs> oh, yeah, when he's ant. not at work to yeah. get him in trouble. Yeah. No, get, we're him, going to get him fired. Get him fired for breaking in during the day. His off hours. <laughs> they do the throwaway line where it's like, you forgot to lock the door, even though the window, the window got broken. broken. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, man. Window was broken, right? I yeah. So. Well, uh, no, they came in through the, they came in through the, the garage. The garage yeah. bay. But then they but like smashed still, everything. Yeah. yeah, everything got smashed. So they definitely smashed an outside window or something. But why are there quarters still in like the machine? Like I don't understand why everything. I mean, I guess it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't make any difference. Because if you're a serial killer, you don't you don't care about. But quarters. is he? Here's a question about Stu Mocker. Does he actually work as a career counselor? Or does he just sit in that room and wait to hire someone security to work there? Guys? Yeah, I think he's a career counselor, but he is hiring people. But why? Pay. He's picking people that he that's wants to send there for some reason. But why does he need? What's his motivation? Why I don't does he know. need that's, security? It's convenient. He doesn't need security. He just wants to lure people there to get murdered. Why? Because he's a murderer. But he's murdering adults now. He just likes people. That dying. doesn't. He just likes. Mindhunter would have something to say death. about that. He His motivations death. don't make any sense. Yeah, and also like he looks at the last name and is like you, and it's like that's a part of the game. The Mike Schmidt thing. Is, oh, is there's, it? There's an importance to that. But fuck you if you don't play the games, because you don't know any of it. Like I laughed my ass off when Matt Pat, the guy that did game theory, mm-hmm. shows up as a diner um, employee and like drops the little quip. You know the, the guy that's like at the diner. He's the waiter at the diner. You waiter probably, probably at the diner. 
Exactly. It's oh, 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 with Mary, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, uh, yeah. That would have been great. Mary Stuart Masterson. Mary Stuart Masterson. Yeah. I got it. I, it's, I got it. You're, Three names, Mary. You're good. I kept, I kept thinking it was the uh, the one from... I was kept waiting for the woman from this to pop up. Oh. Because I, I forgot her name. Um, but yeah. Oh, it was that. Uh, yeah. Like, I laughed at that because, like, he kind of helped... Him and, like, Markiplier were two of the YouTube people that made this game, series popular. Uh-huh. It's like these game theory things. Um but, like, if you don't play the games, like, a lot of this stuff kind of falls to the wayside. Or if you don't know the lore of the games, it just falls to the wayside. But, and, and the issue that does it, I... It, doesn't make, it wouldn't make the movie any better. No, it wouldn't make the movie any better. And the thing that's frustrating to me is that that scene where they break in and are then massacred by the animatronics is an entertaining scene. It's the best part of the movie. Like, Not it close. has several good PG-13 kills. I thought the woman getting bit in half was pretty gory for yeah, PG-13. Yeah. Um, the opening thing with the, the original guard, the stuff where it's like the animatronic monsters chasing people works. Yeah. Unfortunately, this movie had a budget of $20 million, so they couldn't do too much of that. And instead, we're stuck at a campground with Josh Hutcherson, who's not the most solid of actors. He's trying real I think hard. He's, he's, he's trying. trying. He, he's with what he's fucking given in this. Like... He just but sleeps sister, the whole time and chases ghost children. Significantly better, like actually oh, yeah. doing good work with his material. Yeah, but again, like I, like you said in the beginning, I'm not. I definitely didn't turn this. I mean, I turned this movie on just because my son, like all of his friends, have seen Five Nights at Freddy's because of the YouTube stuff. They just watch people like play this game, and he was kind of interested in whether or not he could watch it. And I was like, I'll watch it first and like let you know if like you can watch it. And so, like, when I wasn't expecting... Was he allowed to watch it? No. Um, <laughs> too, he, too he definitely could have. He just... It's not for that... This specific kid. He just would not handle. So, like, okay. the the person getting eaten in half, we would have been fine with that. Some of, like, the yellow bunny stuff at the end, that, like, men, like the menace stuff, he would not have handled any of that very well. But, like... I wanted that. I assumed I was going to get a movie that was full of that yeah. and not a movie that was like really hammering the idea that like kids are getting kidnapped all the time. Um, and not because that was like, super upsetting, just because it's a stupid thing to say constantly in a movie. Um, I didn't expect there to be like, you know, dream theory stuff in it. I didn't expect there to be like, like a new 30 minutes of setup. Family. Like before they did, like before they got a got to a a, a real thing, or even intro, like properly introduce the animatronic characters yeah. before they even get to the fucking building that he's yeah. gonna work in. Yeah, yeah it's we so mentioned weird because we mentioned like we paused it, like because you had to go or you had to go to the bathroom, so I paused it. We're eating a bunch of candy too. Um, that's, that's <laughs> uh, and I looked and I was like, this is like one. This still has another hour left. Two, like this been like forty minutes, and we've barely seen any bears. And then some of the time we've seen bears, they end up playing with the girl and making a fort. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah the which, fort montage was kind of funny, which, uh, but. which I found uh, interesting about the how badly paced this movie oh, is. Terrible. In the sense of that playing stuff should have been there. It should have been there before they massacre. I mean, obviously, it doesn't then work like why she has to be there because like the. <clears throat> Babysitter has to be dead. Yeah. Um, but that stuff with the animatronics being fun should have happened before they just massacred a group of people. Yeah, because we know they're not fun. And then, like, the idea that they're fun, literally, I said, are they, is this, like, are they good now? Yeah. Like, yeah. what the hell just happened? Which I was hoping. I was hoping for, like, a weird twist where there's, like, yeah, the, the, the animatronics are good now. And they did. They got it because you drew a picture. Yeah. A really hard to decipher picture of. <laughs> 
something. <laughs> of the yellow bunny killing him. And they're did like, we, oh, we get it. Did we ever discover how she had uh, omnipotence, uh, pre- uh, precognition? Did they ever mention how she has that? No. No. Because she's like, knows about the bears. <clears throat> I'm just going to call them the bears because, you know, whatever. Maybe it's like a, a child's, like, intuition or something. But like, she knows about it, like, before the job even pops up. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I'm just laughing at you telling me, like, that's the worst line. And then, like, me thinking it was another line and be like, no, it's this line. Like, you know they're ghosts, right? And he's like, yeah, they're ghosts. Oh. This is total. This is, they're totally ghosts. It was, that was a great line. But it like, also so happens so early. In, like, it, there's still half of a movie. And you're just like, oh, so they just know that there's ghosts? Yeah. And yeah. he's just like, and yeah, I guess I'll keep it. going back there because yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, the whole. When, well, no, when, when he, he, he was so, like, he keeps going, cool to, with it, I was like. Wow, he was really to be, okay with that way too to quickly. To give credit to the film, he keeps going back because he thinks he's going to get answers about his brother, which he, I guess he, he kind of does. But he, his, brother, his, brother's brother, not, they're his brother's not one of the bears, Freak out right? a little bit. Yeah. I think he is. His brother is the cupcake? It's got to be the cupcake. No, his brother's not. His brother has nothing to do with this. His brother wasn't kidnapped by He him. was kidnapped, oh. but he doesn't have anything to do with like the, the restaurant. He just was kidnapping people all over the place. And then murdering them, but not stuffing all Only of them stuffing a few of them well, inside the animatronic so animals. This is a question I have, though. So the reason why they're haunted is because the bodies are inside of them. Right. What's inside of the cupcake? Yeah, are they all just rotted? I don't know also, what's inside the cupcake. Are the, are the bodies that, just rot? They must have just rotted. Yeah, yeah. They, do, they do in the game. Okay. Um, That's fucking weird. What's inside the cupcake? Is it a baby? Is there a baby inside the cupcake? I don't know. There has to be a baby. It's a baby inside I don't cupcake. know, Mario. We'll never know. No, I, I want this answered. <laughs> I asked him after the movie, and he didn't have an answer either. I don't think he could answer you it. You said we were going to have answers on this episode, on these episodes. I got one of my answers, which is that, thankfully, neither of you liked this movie. Did you think we were possibly going to like this movie? I just, I, it was a video game movie. What am I? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't so, know if you were attached. We have never talked about Five Nights at Freddy's. No, I think the games uh, ever. I think the games are fucking off. Th- this is literally my least favorite movie I've seen this year, and it's not. And he's and, watched eight minutes of Winnie the Pooh, Blood well, and Honey. That doesn't count because I watched the whole thing. I also don't think that counts because it's supposed to be bad. No, it's not. No, no it's not. Oh, they think they, they try to make it good. If you watch it, because he even watches like the opening's interesting mm-hmm. and it's kind of like decently well done, but it's not a movie. That's trying to be bad. Mm, interesting. That's kind of interesting. It's trying to be transgressive. One thing that, that was really annoying. But like, not like not bad. so bad it's funny. Nope. I remember no, one I thing that we were joking about while watching this movie I may have is, to watch that is all of the established. Like, anytime oh he would, my God, yeah. He would drive it's anywhere. Like, we had to watch the you're car. You're so right. <laughs> and he, he had to watch the whole drive, watch him park, get out, walk in. And every it time like, he, it felt he like pulls up into the... had directed this movie. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why we need an establishing shot of the outside of the restaurant every time. Every like, we were going to learn something every time they showed it. Like, there's an Easter egg there. It's like, okay. Well, we know fact, where we are. The there's only two scenes, two locations this whole I movie. I believe they do two or three overhead shots of the car driving. But the weird thing about that, and we're like, now we're getting into the weeds, which is perfect for us, um, is that like... This movie is so long. Yeah. If you just cut some of that shit out, it's even just like a little bit shorter in yeah. pace and maybe a little, a little better. better. Yeah. This could have this should have been like an eighty-five minute movie. At, yeah. at least seventy-nine minutes. And cut out a couple of his just, dreams, and there we go. Yeah. Well, let's not fucking do the dream thing at all. Let's hey, just make this hey. movie about. But that's a, the weird thing the about sequel the movie. Has, is the that sequel like, has to be just animatronic. Like they're gonna at least like give this forty million dollars and just make it about. 
Bears eating. No, they'll give them like twenty-one million dollars because Jason Blum's not taking any chances. <laughs> um, no, they didn't earn the right to make like a movie twice as expensive. The weird thing about the thing was that like when the kids show up in the dreams, he's just like, "Hey, you kids who've never been here before, do you know about my brother?" <laughs> and they're just you know then they run around and slash him. But like I don't everyone like it's just. They, this movie Which wanted to be slashed, taken seriously. It's the animatronic slashing him just to sleep. What's I going guess, on there? But he's in his chair, right? Yeah. So they just go up and go slash, and they just slash him. Yeah. Guess. Why wouldn't weird. they just kill why, him? Why don't we? I don't know, man. They're kids. I guess. It's One so of them's a baby inside of a cupcake. What do you, what do you think that baby's thinking? Well, so I think if you count the kids, it's not a baby, right? So who's inside? How's it inside the cupcake? But there's five kids. Is the cupcake in the game? I don't know. I don't remember the cupcake. It's probably mm. one of the sequels. It's very but, strange. Very strange movie. Yeah, it's strange, but it, 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 it commits the biggest sin of a film, which is it's boring. It's super boring. So, boring. so like, it's, unbelievably it's not, boring. It's not incredibly competent. It's 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 passable in its competency, it, I guess. This is made a quarter billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> good for, I mean, good for them. I, mean, I, hope, like, I, hope, oh, I hope Matthew Lillard had like a downside on this. Like, and so, I hope like, they got points just to show up in it. Like he's got he he got signed for three movies so good I'm I like Matthew Lillard and stuff oh, oh yeah I'm I wearing, want him to I'm have wearing it. a Woodsboro High sure shirt um, I want him to have a million dollars but like you know I'm not gonna I'm unless you guys tell me that two is like a revelation I'm not gonna watch two I see two two's gonna have to be an improvement I think I would maybe because they got I think through it's really like all 50, of this 60%. shit yeah because the second film. <sighs> Cast to can't be about his brother anymore. The it second also, film just has to be about animatronic monsters. But it also can't be like he can't be. So the this movie really tried hard, but not too hard to tie it to the aesthetics of the game, which is like you know watching through the security screens and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm hoping that by the second movie, they've moved past like how the game functions and maybe just focus on like lore or narrative about well, the game. There's, there's, there's a few, the later games do like different stuff. Like there's security breach, which is set in a mall and it's like, you're actually walking around. It's no longer just like a flash style. And that's not a flash game, but you yeah. know what I mean? You're not yeah, yeah. locked in a place and pressing cameras. Um, but yeah, they're going to have to do something with it. I, my hope would be that like, they just kind of lean into just making it about, animatronic monsters attacking people. Yeah. Also, by the way, Matthew Lillard is kind of a good guy because these kids were going to be murderers because, like, they just died and instantly just started murdering. So he did a service. Yep. Sure, we'll go with that. That's the hot take of the century. Let's, let's get out of this. He's, yeah. the, he's crap, the real crap. hero. Speaking um, about murdering kids. <laughs> yeah. Speaking about murdering kids, then I- make make your make your high school boys in the nineteen fifties or sixties. Can't remember which decade this movie was in. I think it's the sixties. The sixties. Uh, make your high school boys chase down a little uh, creepy looking uh, pumpkin guy. In <laughs> David Slade's Dark Harvest. It's Halloween. You know what that means. Old Sawtooth Jack is gonna rise from the cornfields. It's gotta be stopped. Kill or be killed. You've all heard the stories. We failed at our duties. And that black dust destroyed our crops, our lives. It must die. 
so we can live. Your sacred duty is to take down Sawtooth Jack before that church bell rings at midnight. You really think that's real? I saw it. It's real. You saw it? Did you kill it? Then let's go kill it. You should do it. You know I'm not allowed. Just because your brother won the run last year? I got an idea. If that thing isn't dead by midnight, this whole town is going straight to hell! I wanna go home. I wanna go home. You think you're special? Why are you doing this? If you're born in this town, you're cursed. I'm ending this. Tonight. It ain't over. Skellington. Jack Skellington. In 1962, um, which we discovered because we were both looking on Wikipedia when we uh, in the downtime when I received lukewarm. Hit pause there. Which one did? Dark Harvest. Yeah. Oh, um, a bunch of boys are engaged in some kind of a chase uh, at the beginning of the movie, and and and. Uh, they're at a cornfield, and they've, they've there's something called Sawtooth Jack that they're chasing down, and then they do chase him down. And I found the really the beginning of this movie very compelling. They chase this thing down, and they beat it down, and they cut it open, and then they eat its insides, which is candy, and everyone gets very excited. And that guy, his name is what's his name, Jim, Jimmy Richie, Jim Shepard. Uh, he wins himself. His family, $25,000. He wins himself a Corvette, and he's allowed to take off for the, for the coast there. And his, his town will have prosperity for the year to come until this ritual is, is done again. Unfortunately, uh, for Jeremy Davies, Jim's dad, and whatever his mother's name is. Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth Razor. Razor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, their other son... Richie, he wants to do the run. They don't want him to do the run. I don't think he's not allowed to do the run. He's not allowed to do the His run. His family already won. Yeah, I wasn't. They said and they, that, and then I was just like, "Is that true?" Like, because it doesn't, you know. Um, but guess what? He does do the run because Sawtooth Jacks come back. As we talk about this movie, we'll we'll talk about like the the twist there because I think it's it's part of its appeal. So I don't. It's, I don't want to like build it into like the plot, um, uh, you know, synopsis. Um, I kind of like this movie. I dug it. I actually thought it had something to. Uh, I thought it was. It was a little Hallmark movie, like um, uh, its production values. You know what I mean? The the, the blood was very Mortal Kombat-y. Oh, it's and CGI. Gore. It's all splashed and you know big. Huge fat droplets of things. Um, I mean, it's all most of the blood is, and the deaths are all CGI. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a movie that was made for a very limited budget. But I really liked, and I'm curious to know what you think. You guys think of this? I really liked the. I don't know. There seemed to be like an. I the fact that Luke Kirby is in this movie makes me smile. I'm not sure how they convinced him to do that. Um, but I really liked the kind of um, meta text of like creating incels like that's kind of running through this movie 
um, like we're gonna we're gonna lock our we're gonna tell our boys like they're you're gonna go do some stuff and then we're gonna lock them up and tell you don't do that thing and then they come out of their rooms and they're all like fired up and then there's some boys that are like hiding in a cellar because they don't want to be found and um, yeah I, I thought I just thought like some of that stuff it's very simple and 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 like non um, I don't know what the what the word I want to use it uses. It's non-complex. It's non. Um, I don't know. I'm having like a stupid moment, but it's I I was entertained throughout. I thought Sawtooth Jack looked pretty cool. I thought like the twist at the end there of like how like who Sawtooth Jack is. I didn't really see coming. Maybe because I wasn't like that invested in the movie. Who gets the Corvettes? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, does one guy have a bunch of Corvettes? They just He's stash like, them. He just has like thirty Corvettes. He's like, oh, look at all these Corvettes I got. He never drives them around or anything. They just sit here. They just sit here all day. That's the making of a murderer house. Remember that show? Never watched it. Remember the, so that yeah. Netflix show when like they go to that guy's house and he's got like a whole field of old cars. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> it's Brian. In Manpok, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of dug it. Yeah. For what it, for what it is. So I, when I first watched it, I really enjoyed it, um, but I was I was decently drunk slash high. Uh, so I rewatched it a second time, and I still think it's engaging and fun. It's it's it, it, the the two leads the the the, the actor who plays Richie's fairly rough at times. He's he's right. a little he's per, fairly flat. But I also wonder um, if that was not like there was a lot of just like line reading on his part. But I don't know. Is bad. that part of like are they, are they trying to do a pastiche here of, of like so. those I, types of movies? Because that was my I question. Just, I just don't think I don't, think, I don't so. think they had the money to like really do like the deep dive that like David Slade would want to do. I think they just didn't have the ability to like kind of sit there for a while and it, like get him to a place where like he doesn't get, yeah. sound like he's delivering like leave it to Beaver screen. lines. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's really detracting from it, but I, I got uh, the the CGI violence in it is super annoying. Um, but it, but also, it has you it has to take it that a, seriously. But, no, he can't. But it has some really beautifully shot sequences. Yeah. Technically, this like, movie I think is really good. Mm-hmm. I think the acting is rough. It's super I think, rough. I think the script is rough. The story I didn't really care for. I think the script is fine. It's just the the, the screenplay feels bad. Because of the fact that the performances Maybe. don't really give it sort of a, a life. See, and I was I kind of took the the rough acting to be, like I said, like a mannerism that they were trying to like <clears throat> establish this as like a movie that felt like a different kind of movie. No, because like Luke Kirby and Jeremy Davies, who are, who are a little more you know established actors, they're, able, they're yeah. able to like kind of like dig into it. Sure. So I mean, they kind of like round out performances. So when you see like the younger actors, um, you know some of the teens, like their performances just feel raw. I mean the the, the girl, um, she's she's okay, but like Richie's just uh, this movie would have been a lot stronger with a a stronger lead, with yeah. a lead who's going to be more naturally able to fit into. I don't it. know if David Slade can get performances out of actors though, so you really got to have a good actor. Yeah, I mean, Josh, really... I mean Josh Hartnett's a I think. Hot take, maybe. Jo- I think Josh Hartnett's a pretty solid actor. Yeah. Like, so he did a really decent job. But, but I don't think David Slade pulls yeah. that out of him. I think he just has that. That's the thing. I, I think David Slade is a technical director. I don't know if he pulls a lot out of his actors. I mean, no. Because, like, Hard Candy is is a two-person show. And that's all about acting. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's all Patrick Wilson and, 
Elliot Page. Um, yeah, but again, two good actors. Clean Patrick Wilson. Getting yeah, you're, you're... Okay, well, I, I like Patrick Wilson. <laughs> he's, I think he's fine, but I think... I think he's fine, but he doesn't really have a lot of, like, the gravitas or kind of, like, I don't know, the ability to sell some of the emotions that Hard Candy would demand. Mm-hmm. And he's, I think, able to do that in Hard Candy because I think Slade's able to pull some stuff out. I just feel as though this movie was kind of made on a very tight budget with a very tight schedule and then ended up kind of being what it was. Yeah. But, I also but think- it, it's, it still has, like, some strokes of artistry. That scene where Sawtooth Jack descends into the cellar and then awesome. he just decides to do the spray Love it. of, you know, um, Johnny Depp, Nightmare on Elm Street blood yeah. in slow motion. Tremendous. That was cool. It has some, like, goofiness with it, like, with, like the sure. kids screaming, like, in silence. Like, that's a little bit, But like, there's all this the great B-movie, B-movie horror stuff that's, like, happening in it where it's because of... I, I interpret it because of some of the limitations. He was like, I'm only going to do... I can only do this, and I'm going to go this far, and I'm going to use some of these limitations to our benefit to establish, like a tone, um, and like a like a like a, a vibe. Yeah, like this exactly. movie definitely has a vibe where I think a worse director doesn't isn't able to even get to vibe territory well, with this get, material and this budget. Every chance I get to shit on this man, I'm going to take Damien Leone. And Terrifier, and Terrifier 2. You know, limited budget as well. But those films are so flat-looking, yeah. flat-feeling, emotionalist, mm-hmm. you know, visual effects displays that even still don't necessarily work because all the shots are very flat and dull. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think the, the intent of, of a B-movie was, was there. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, some like the over-the-topness or the... Um, the sense of, you know, the very blunt emotion, you know, like that was intentional because because I think he was limited and he does a good job with it. I, it's a movie though, like I kind of like watch and like just wish it had like a ten million dollar budget. Sure, like, I wish he was able to do practical effects like he did with, um, you know, some of Thirty Days of Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think those. Death scenes would have looked a lot more visceral and violent because, like, the Saltu Jack um, creature design is great. I like him. I like him a lot. Like, it's it's a it's weird because it's sm- he's small, yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't seem intimidating, intimidating at all. At all yeah. And it helps because of, like the twist of like Saltu Jack kind of being a vi- is a victim. Yeah. Um, don't really understand like why he's just like I'm gonna kill these people instantaneously. Seems seems a little. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it, it's, it's part it's of the a, curse. It's one of those, yeah. yeah. Um, so it, you you see the fact that like had he had ten million dollars you know and was able to do some of those practical death effects I think this movie would have hit hard like been a better review. What was the me. budget on this? Do you think I don't, they, they don't, they don't have say. it? I my gut would say it was a couple million. It's funny. It's one of those things where I think if they if they had marketed it properly and it did have if it was cleaner and maybe had like a more consistent. Um, like uh, narrative arc and the acting was better. They oh, could have. Sorry, what? It's forty million dollars. <laughs> Get the fuck, fuck out of here! No, yeah, it's rumored to have been forty million dollars. Oh, well, boy. never mind. <laughs> bad. Okay. Scratch what I just said. This movie is bad. Then. <laughs> How? Wait. So this is like the Winnipeg Free Press because it was shot in Canada. Um, yeah, a budget of 
a forty million dollars. Well, Canada's not gonna. They're not gonna lie about. Well, forty million budget. Canadian dollars. So that's like three dollars seventeen cents. <laughs> but no, so forty million dollars. So like a thirty-five, thirty-six million dollar budget. What? That's wild. <laughs> and did you like this movie? No. Like you? Did you hate it, or you just didn't like it? I did, I, I hated it. Well, you prefer it to Five Nights. Yeah, by a lot. But Five Nights. Is the I worst also movie prefer I've seen. it to Five Nights. Five Nights is the worst movie I've seen this year, and that's not. It's not close. Um, I don't know. I just didn't. It just, it just I didn't like it. Get its vibe. I I get what you're saying. It just wasn't really. For me. I mean, Maybe when I watched it, it wasn't in the right mindset. I don't know. I was very. I was. In, I was working. Well, we're, also, we're also pretty drunk. I was drunk too. Yeah. But, but yeah. I should have liked it more. I think. I think it was, you know what it would have been is, is if you were doing something, and so that's what I was working, and I had it on, and I kept like stopping to kind of be like, oh, hmm. well, it's striking like, at it's striking at. And I thought that's and like when you know when the kids were locked in their rooms, like when they were like starving them for the three days, I was like, that's pretty cool. And I was and that's when I started kind of like trying to tie some like, you know, like a modern parable or. A, a, like a modern message to it or something like that like especially because they're all boys only boys are allowed to do this um yeah, it's based on a 2006 novel i know that is it I, oh i Jesus did not Christ. know it was based on something i think it's just, and it had a it had a source text to work off of man you're starting to go like <laughs> the <laughs> more research a, we do the once less, you found out the, like now that i found the budget of this i'm confused <laughs> what do they use it what for they spend it on? yeah what did they spend it on like know. how did you did they just like just pocket like thirty like, million dollars? They put the, all the corns fake. So maybe the Winnipeg Free Press like just made up that number. I hope, <laughs> or they just said like yeah, forty million dollars. What if that's our new podcast? Is that we? It's just an investigation into the accuracy of the Winnipeg little Winnipeg Free Press. <laughs> Here we should. It's the veracity of these stories. Follow no, the I, money, I, folks. I, that is the thing. It has striking visuals, definitely. <clears throat> yeah, like for sure, the, the its ability to shoot skyscapes is, is yeah great. Yeah, um, it's shot. But presumably on digital because it looks like yeah. It's oh digital, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so it looks good, and, and so I do. I do agree. If you're kind of like not focused on it, it's, it's going to be a fun time. But I think like even has kind of just if you are concentrating on it, like you kind of see some of the pitfalls. Um, like rewatched, you know, the movie that we're not going to talk about, like Totally Killer. Talk about it. Um, we also like rewatched that the same night. Rewatched VHS eighty five. Mm-hmm. Rewatched something else that night. I don't remember what it was. Okay. Um, How does that compare to this? I, totally Killer. A is lot better. It's a better film. Okay. It's, it's a fun, it's really dumb. Fun. It's it's in that that vein of freaky. Where they take a film trope and then they make it a horror movie. This one is a time travel. Yeah, it's not horror movie. It's pretty interesting. It's fun. It doesn't have the strength of like a Christopher Landon, but it's got um, Kieran Shipka can carry it. I yeah, Randall Park is yeah. is fun in his bit roles. Um, Randall Park, I love. Yeah, uh, it's it's a fun movie, and like, I think that's kind of the issue um, with something like this and with something like Five Nights at Freddy's, is that times they do take themselves like too seriously. Like, mm. there's the B movie tie-ins with this, but. Um, they're still trying to it's accomplish still, something. Still trying to accomplish serious. Like, emotion, yeah. like there's an, there's definitely like emotional moments at the end of the ge- uh, the game, at the end of the film. Um, We're all whereas up Totally here. Killer is just a joke all through and through. And mm-hmm. I think some of the best horror movies from this year have been comedy horror. Have had comedy horror. Even something like um, Talk to Me mm-hmm. has some like through lines of comedy Pretty funny, yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think this has been a good year for horror so far? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Talk to me and scream six. Yeah, or two. Or, or, or in my top fantastic. ten still, so. Yeah, I mean, I think any year that gets you got to talk to me is, like, immediately, like, a good year. If you can yeah. get another good movie on top of that. And then we get Day Follow next year. Yeah. How do you, how do you feel about that? Good? I, I, I'm just happy Mitchell gets to make a movie again. Is that why he's doing it, do you think? Or do you think he's got something to say here? Or do you think he's he just... wanted to do a sequel He did it? want to do a sequel? Yeah. Okay. Initially, the plan, like, was to do a sequel. And the fact that it's going to be Neon means that they're just going to let him let him, let cook, let him do yeah. whatever he wants to do. That's good. I'm just I felt like Under the Silver Lake is like grossly underrated even while it's still like really it's appreciated by yeah, the people it's that have seen it to like a cult level. Right. When we watched it, it was not a thing that it, it barely when we talked about it on the podcast, it was a thing that barely existed in the consciousness of the culture. Yeah. And like since then people are just like this movie is the movie. Yeah, he's supposed to do this and then he's immediately following up like a movie with Anne Hathaway that he's going to do, so. Yeah. Yeah, she's making interesting choices too. Yeah, That's a movie just, that I wonder if it'll come Eileen is a wonder, movie if I wonder if it'll He's come a out really this year. solid screenwriter, mm-hmm. so I, I expect with he probably there, I, it's a film that people are like there doesn't need to be a sequel to this and like of course there doesn't need to be a sequel to anything but I think it opens itself to you know doing something new with it and that film I'm, is just it's direction also like right I'm just hoping he's not what I was intimating was that I'm hoping he's not doing it like because it's the only thing to let him do no I, he's he's wanting to do it good all right well he's allowed then well that was. That was the the year of of the year of horror basically for um the Halloween's stuff because yeah. we had that we had I mean of the of the Halloween releases like the movies that came out in September and October mm-hmm. if I were to rank them it would definitely be uh Five Nights at Freddy's was the worst well, then it would be uh VHS 85 Dark Harvest Totally Killer and then um Saw X would probably be my favorite that was hmm. As I got away, as I get away from Solex, I'm like, oh, it's 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 a pretty okay movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that comes out on a streamer. Yeah, when it's, it's streaming, I'll watch it. Out. Yeah, it's like the twenty dollars streaming right now, but it should be renting soon. No it's, thanks. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's fine. It's I don't, I don't know if you'll love it. Um, no, it's still it's still that Coruscant movie. But um, yeah, I just it's one of it's it was uh it's the highest rated. Saw, saw movie. movie. It's yeah. the only oh. fresh Saw movie. Yeah. I'll give it a. I'll give it a, a once over. It's nice to like see Tobin Bell doing stuff. I just. I and again, this is weird coming from me, but like sometimes I do like not like a, a Saw trap movie, but I do like a good, like, just like horror, like a gore fest. Yeah. Like a not like a torture porn thing either, but just yeah. like something where like that's just happening like over and over and over again. Um, there's just without like the attempt to like marry it to some kind of like deep message about the world we're living in today. I mean, even though I did kind of appreciate like the crude attempt to do that in Dark Harvest, um, it seems like so much horror is just rooted in you know trying to be subversive and to make an anti like establishment like you know like movie. an elevated horror sure sort of level that we have. Um, and and Saw seems like theory. it's just like a you know. I mean, no, this, cutting this, people this, to pieces. this one's trying to say stuff. Like, but it's saying stuff about Saw, or is it saying stuff about, like, it's, it's the culture? It's still a Saw film. No, it's not really saying right. much about the culture at all. Um, it's it's the one, like I said, I think the least amount of deaths in a Saw, since the original, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think people liked it because it's not constant violence. It's sporadic moments of violence. Yeah. Paced out with talking about having cancer. And our is what we're doing good. And it's like, no, 
No, it's not. You can't. You can't is what who it. is doing? Is what like John Kramer doing good? And it's like no, you're murdering people. <laughs> they do finally touch on that word because somebody's like you're murdering people. They're what? And he's kind of like I am. He's kind of like hmm, you might be right. That's <laughs> really funny. But yeah, it was a, it's, it's been a good year for horror. We still got. We got Thanksgiving to come. Still got Thanksgiving. Horror things is, I'm guessing, on that line of horror. Um, How so? I don't know. Just like a Frankenstein's monster sort of thing. I guess then, so. I'm sure, I, I'm sure uh, there's going to be some fucked I'm up. I'm sure somebody breaks be, their nose on something. There's going to be something. some fucked up stuff that's going to happen. Somebody slams movie. their face into a table somewhere in that movie. Well, that's not going to It always happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's take our little break, although it will be the end of this episode. As we it's get a good, into we the, got good length out of this episode. Yeah, I told you. This, this motherfucker, I'm pointing over at Tom, <laughs> wanted to do like all seven movies in one flat episode. And I'm like, motherfucker. There's, motherfucker. We're on four hours. I, they clone Tyrone setting in on me. Uh, we're on four hours. Be, no, let's keep it to an hour. I actually kind of just thought we would talk really fast about everything, but... Doesn't seem like it's going to happen tonight. No. And, uh, <laughs> well, we need to do these more often, otherwise I, I save up all this pent up. Well, energy. we need to do these more often because I don't ever talk about this stuff in this way ever. So, like, when I'm trying to describe things, I'm just like, I, I don't know. Well, it's, it's Good. Luckily, it's luckily that time of year where, like, you know, these movies are coming out more frequently. Yeah, but, you know, and, like, I'm excited to talk about some of the movies that we're going to talk about today. Like, really excited in, in a lot of ways because I think they lend themselves to good conversations. But I do think that some of the stuff that's coming out, like... That we're excited about, like salt. Uh, there's no way Saltburn is any good. I mean, I just from based on like the things that people but, have said about Saltburn, I'm just like, oh, she's just trying to do. It's that sophomore movie where she's trying to take like her craft to the next level, and it ends up being too much. Craft and it's, to the next level after winning an Oscar, right? But she <laughs> won. But but that's the thing. So like, where is she gonna go after? Like, won one Oscar, probably should have won two Oscars for Carrie Mulligan. Mm-hmm. And, like, and where does she go now? And she was in fucking Barbie. Look at, look at us. Us wasn't, us wasn't bad. But <laughs> us, was, us was not bad, but in... It was my least favorite of his movies. But it, I liked a lot of us more than Including I liked... Including Keanu? Yeah. Really? I'd say Keanu's the worst. Keanu's the worst. I like, I like Keanu. But it was very funny. Worst. It's the worst of the four. Um... Us is us was pushing it forward and up until like the nope. up until the end. I like us more than Nope too. Up until the end of it, I kind of liked us more than um, Get Out. No, you're crazy. But I just I thought the I thought that whole execution of the first three quarters of that movie was perfect. Yeah. And I was like, if he can fucking land this, this is going to be something great. And then he's like, you know it. what? There's two people for everyone, and we ordered a bunch of red suits and gold. Scissors on Amazon, and they delivered them to the ground. And that's how we must have gotten this made, chalkboard. It made a pretty easy. I, uh, I it made a pretty easy Halloween costume. I think it fell on his fucking face, and that's why I probably don't like it as much. Poor yeah. bastard. I, I, I think I think it stumbles the landing. Oh, it doesn't like call. I, I did not like. I was so excited think, for like so out, much I of that movie, and then get I out it is just like a could not get it. Film through and through. Oh, Get Out is a perfect I still film love, through and through. I still love the entire story about like. Uh, Allison Williams character or Allison Williams, right? Yeah, eating the the 
cereal separate with the milk. And all these reviewers were like, oh, that's because she's separating the colors from the whites. And he's basically said in an interview, no, I just think a crazy person would eat cereal that way. Oh, man. I didn't even see, like, I, well, I saw that. I was like, that's a fucking weird way of eating cereal. I was, when I was teaching at, um, when I was teaching, I showed an interview uh, with, uh, not, I guess not an interview, like a web something or other with Jordan Peele, like, discrediting theories about Get Out and basically people, like, over-interpreting Get Out. And every single one, he's just like, um, no, that's really interesting, though. But it's just this. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and which is great because if you look at that movie on the surface level, it's still great. It's like it's it's, fantastic. It's how it works. Fantastic. I mean, mm. They're the greatest film of the. I've been to parties just years. like that, so you know. Yeah. Stephen Root, blind Stephen Root's been at many parties that I've been at, and he's very awkward. You don't know he's there, and then he's just like, "Ah, oh, luck, your he heart." Just, he just pops up next to you. It's like, oh, <laughs> get out of here, Stephen Root. All right, uh, we will be back. Or is this? Should we really? It doesn't matter. Okay, we'll uh, be back with the next episode, well, you know, or we'll be back with this episode. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, 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 drink a beer, be good people, and watch a movie. I like be good people. Not stealing that from Dead Meat, but. We'll <laughs> <over there. laughs>